Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes podcast live show brought to you by our friends over at Four, Four Peaks. Peaks. Uh, I feel like we were just doing this. <laughs> just a, a little bit of deja vu yeah, all we were, over this again. Year. Um, this is still Steve Peters. I'm still Sean DePaz. Allie's still behind the Mac. And we are still live at Love and Exile here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we just did a three and a half hour live show. Let's do more. By reacting to the draft. Um, and we're here to do more. And uh, we thought, you know, we obviously the Arizona Coyotes are trying to become more of a winning franchise. Yes. So we figured why not talk to a couple of men that who know, know a winning. thing or two about uh, winning hockey and uh, know a thing or two about dressing for success, apparently. <laughs> Our friends, uh, Rudo and AJ from DNVR. Guys, how are we doing? What up, fellas? It's a little warm, but not as warm as it is out there. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, so what's the story behind the suits? Where did this dress come code. from? Dress code. Buddy, nobody told us about a dress code. Yeah, um, I know. What's, we're, what's, the, the, what's the story without the suits? What are you guys doing? Buddy, That's a good point. Have you been outside uh, yeah, it's, it's hot Nashville? and sticky here. That's what we're doing. Suits would be terrible <laughs> This is a bad right This now. outside <laughs> idea sounded good at the start. Bad idea for a four-hour show with really bright lights on because rumor has it there's bugs here. We yeah, there, there's, a, there's a few of them flying around. Did not around. plan ahead for the Bucks. Um, we didn't plan uh, for the Bucks. We also did not plan for the Arizona Coyotes to draft uh, two Russians, two Russians uh, that aren't named Matt Vay-Mitchkov in the first 15 picks of the NHL draft. So I guess from uh, an outsider's perspective, what are your guys' reaction to what the Arizona Coyotes did in the draft today? Well, I think uh, I think if you guys want high entertainment – Go watch our, our our live show when they made the pick because we both loved the Dmitry Simashev pick. Yeah, you're we kidding were, me. We were all in. We thought it was a great idea. We thought it was a great pick. We are a hundred percent on board with this plan. We think it's great. We both love it. For real? Look, like, don't just say that because yes, you're on our show yeah, right now. Uh, don't tease me, buddy. Go watch. Go go clip. Go go pull the clip from our show. And you'll see that we were both all in They're, on it. We love it. We like, love we love this. We'll not lie to you. There is some risk there that he ends up busting. But yeah. if he hits, he could genuinely be Arizona's number one D for the foreseeable future. He could be the yeah. he could be he could be the best defenseman the Coyotes have ever had since moving to Arizona. But wow. he so where the... is a physical specimen that is extremely <laughs> hard to find. Where were you three hours ago? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was getting a little apocalyptic here in, in Coyotes Nation. But I feel like everything we've heard from people who actually yeah, know a thing or true. two about hockey uh, yes. have said that, that they are pretty big fans of, of uh, particularly. Talk the Dimitri the pick. Um, thoughts on the the Daniil Boot pick, though? Not nearly as universal in our excitement <laughs> about yeah. the pick. 
but we both really like the player. Okay. It, I'm gonna... it felt a little aggressive, for sure, but when you look at how Arizona is constructed, I think especially, they decided to go get size at this draft. Yeah. And yeah. who absolutely does that? Yeah. Uh, okay. The guy that we kind of keep comparing to Tage Thompson, uh, and who said that Tage Thompson was his favorite player, Buddy. by the way. Um, I like that. So, I mean, I guess, what, what did, just looking at this draft more generically, how did you feel about them going for a defenseman that high, particularly a defenseman that was not, uh, at least apparently to the people who don't know any better, not that highly ranked. Which is us. We yeah, don't know I, any better. How do you think, I guess, kind of that strategy, especially considering the fact that Matt Vemichkov was still on the board for the Coyotes there at six? I will say the fact that they turned around and went with Daniil Boot after this was really kind of odd that they didn't just roll the dice with Mitchkov, who could, has the kind of potential to be a generational talent at the sixth pick. I, that doesn't track with me, but if they had decided that they weren't going to give themselves the potential headache of kind of untangling the web of what was going on with Mitchkov, Simashev is a guy that, I, I mean, it is the exact opposite of when the Coyotes took Barrett Hayden over Quinn Hughes and played it really safe. Yeah. and got a little too cute with it and shot themselves in the foot. This is going for it in a very big way. They might have they might have picked him a couple picks too soon if you really wanted to, to quibble with it, but he wasn't going to make it to 12. Yeah. I guarantee you wow. Stone Cold Lock was not going to make it to 12. So, I mean, to me, that was the moment of the night. You watch Montreal pick Reinbacher, yep. Yep. and then Arizona walks up and Tomahawk dunks Simashev yeah. over their heads. Yeah. And it's these are the types of home run swings you have to take to build teams that want to compete. But, so from from your guys' opinion, and I know this is this is what people do on these draft shows and, and they trade. Do you have a comparable that's out there in the NHL right now? Is there somebody that can go, he can be this? And on the upside for a coyote fan to go, okay, this is the guy, he can be this. Boy. I mean, is he a Victor Hedman? Is he is he offensively gifted enough at his size to be Victor Hedman? I would say if he gets to his ceiling, I, I think a Victor Hedman like career could be in store. I don't think he'll ever hit seventy points, yeah. but if he's a if he's a fifty forty to fifty point guy every single year I, that plays in all situations. I mean, I look at Mo Sider. Okay. Yeah, and a, a guy who rookie of the year, by the way, just well, again, hey, I'll, throw I'll that out there. Take that. Yeah. So here, so basically, and I, I know Mo you guys Sider. have worked just as long and, and hard. Hedman and Sider. What's that? You guys have worked just as long and hard as we have here with a little less heat and a little yeah. more noise because you're in the DNVR bar. We are moderately jealous of that because all they do in the DNVR bar is win. Win, apparently, yeah. I don't know what the hell that is. We, we were so unexperienced we're with not, that. We're not here to talk about their success. We're okay. here to talk about the potential okay. struggles and annoyances with the uh, – the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, so we we want to we, we do want to thank you guys for jumping on. I know you guys had to stay a little bit later, but I, I think for Coyote fans, you guys put everybody at ease, and that's exactly what we wanted to hear. And we wanted to see two guys that are actually seen more than just a YouTube highlight, and that's what we're looking at here. Yeah. <laughs> and so thank you guys for taking the extra time and um, talking a little bit about Shimashev and Denu Boot. For our Coyote fans. And showing us up in the fashion game. Buddy, I'm just sick about it right now. <laughs> Disgusted. Yeah. The Shady Rays hey, sunglasses. Uh, Shady Rays. 
who wore it better, us or the Arizona Coyotes with the suits? Okay, uh, <laughs> I, well, I'll give you the edge just because of the Shady Rays, but if we're going strictly suits, I don't think you'll hold a candle to our boy GMBA. <laughs> GMBA. So you guys, if you would have, if you would have matched... Yeah, that's what, where's your matching suit? You should have pulled out some matching uh, or Avalanche Rudo, maroon suits. I will say this, Rudo. If, if you looked at the, the new thing in the NHL draft, the NBA draft, with their drip was sick. But in the NHL, everybody was about the lining of the coat. When the guys took off the coat, they, I mean, we had, this, they had pictures in there. They had logos in there. That's that's the new thing. we got to get the custom suit with the mm-hmm. interior lining. Yeah, I think it's, it's the wave. was yeah. the best one. Well, all the names on his back of his vest. Oh, Ooh, who did that? Philly? Yeah, Finn Tilly. Oh, see? Give it to an American to come with a drip. I was a little distracted by the fact that he was not drafted second overall, but that's a conversation <laughs> for another time. Uh, anything else uh, as far as is, is your guys' draft night, our draft night, before we let you guys yeah, get out of here? I, the rumor has it we have somebody ready to talk to us from the draft. I, oh, do, I, do, think, uh, I do think it's kind of funny that you guys are bummed about your picks and we're super excited about them. And we're bummed we're about really our bummed own about picks. the Avalanche picks. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, real quick, why, why, what's, what's uh, Colorado or Yotes fans are invested in the failure of the Avalanche. Not us personally. We want you to succeed. Uh, but, you know, Coyotes fans can't speak the same. How, how do you think your night went briefly? Yeah, I mean, so neither one of us are big Cal Ritchie guys. Uh, so we were pretty disappointed with that one. Uh, the Russian defenseman at 31, honestly, I have no issues with. He's ultra dynamic, oh, yeah. and he's gonna he's gonna wreak all kinds of havoc. It's just it's not gonna be in the NHL for five years, so it's hard to feel too excited about it when it's like Nathan McKinnon will be 35 when that guy makes his rookie debut. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> just about time for another parade down Colfax. Hey, so, Coyotes fans, for those of you that were not feeling too good about the draft night, the winners said that we had a pretty good night. So, yeah. And I trust, by the way, when you talk about hockey opinions and guys that are getting drafted, trust those two more than these two. Oh, yeah. We didn't I'm know just what you're talking you. about. Hell no. no. So, if you want to if you want to learn a little bit more about um, the abs, their picks and their draft and everything going on in Colorado, Ranch, follow uh, Rudy, Rudo and AJ and Megan and Jesse, who are here in Nashville, uh, DNVR underscore abs on Twitter. It. Anything abs, they got it. Yeah, they, they, they got it on, on lock. Uh, guys, we very much Thank appreciate you, so you giving us a few moments uh, and, and giving us your thoughts. Yeah, appreciate you guys so much. Thanks, Have man. Have fun on Broadway. Oh, we we will. Going, but we're not going. Trust. We got to work. <laughs> Boop. Yeah, uh, uh, tons of work. By the way, with dessert just arrived, I thought Allie ordered this one. I did, but well, there's ice cream, and I well, okay, let me grab a piece. No, grab a piece. That's all for you. So the ice cream is yours. All for me. We got the Sunday with the crinkle things. I know we got both. Well, okay, so is the other one over there? Secret. Uh, Hasn't come yet. A little secret. Get more. Go get more plates. I don't like chocolate. Yeah, so we can't eat chocolate. I don't. Personally, yeah, so I appreciate it very much. Um, while you there's figure out, right there. yeah, there's yeah, I right mean, there. You can figure out. I have to listen. I got to pay the bills. Okay. You can figure out you the ice that. cream and stuff. I got to pay We're the bills. Something. I got to tell the people about BetMGM. Our friends over at BetMGM. Um, oh, you know. worried. she's Ali's worried. She's gonna get on camera. Like really? <laughs> this, is, this is all city fam, right? Here. <laughs> Ali, do you know how we do our BetMGM rates here? Oh, we got a disclaimer. I think yeah. the disclaimer should be in there. Um, we might be on camera still. That's fine. I think it should be in the sound thing. If you if you can find the the, the sound panel somewhere, Petey's going to figure out the food. I'm going to keep telling you about BetMGM. Um, I hope you placed your bets before you came out to Nashville. 
uh, because uh, BetMGM, you had an opportunity to make some pretty good money on Leo Carlson going second overall. Just saying, if you saw that coming, I don't know. Um, but shout out our friends at BetMGM. Uh, it's Wednesday right now. On Friday, set your alarm. Put something in a calendar if you need to. Uh, every Friday, free bets from BetMGM. Now, uh, for the next three weeks, the claim period extends through Saturday and Sunday. So you got 72 hours to log in from Friday and claim that bet. And then you get another 72 hours to use the bet. Um, so log in at any point during the weekend. We get back on Friday with the perfect timing so I can log in, get my free bet. Um, if you haven't used bet, if you haven't signed up for BetMG yet, use code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the full show notes for details. And now listen to the one, the only Shane Dievenbach talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Peace. You're already chuckling. That's because <laughs> the ice cream's already soupy. Is that why? <laughs> we got vanilla ice cream outside in Nashville. Yeah. Again, not the smartest two guys on the internet tonight. No. Um, speaking of outside of Nashville, tons of uh, bright lights. Buddy, outside Nashville, do you see any neon? Oh, tons of neon. And if so, you want to get you know, a little flavor of, ne- of, of, of Nashville in your, your home, your dorm, your office, and a little neon, check out our friends over at Saturday Neon. Um, it's a, a company started by two friends in their dorm room. And they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. I know our friends down south at School Down South, U of A. They have um, a licensing agreement with our friends over at Saturday Neon. So there's officially licensed U of A Saturday Neon merchandise. Um, and if you head over to SaturdayNeon.com, use code PHNX, you'll get 10% off your order today with free shipping on orders over $200. It's a perfect gift, perfect uh, present. Perfect though, just home decor. You got to treat yourself. Uh, my birthday's coming up. I get myself some Saturday Neon. We'll see. But yeah, head over. It's a Saturday we got one in the office of the U of A, and it's fire. Use code PHNX. Just and says. now... Now here's again. I didn't even know he was joining us. I thought he was going to be too busy writing. Yeah, too busy writing. We got the one, the only. The one, the only. The, the I don't know. What are we, we need a better nickname for... Myth, legend, Craig S. Morgan, Elevator yeah. Craig. Elevator Craig, the yeah. one, the only. I don't know. It's Craig Morgan. Feral Craig. <laughs> Shadow Fer- Craig? Feral Craig? Feral Craig. Yeah, There's the first reference of feral people <laughs> in the postgame. See, program. there it is. On the new show, that's right. Buddy, I'm the eating ice cream while we talk because it's literally melting into soup. I might, you know, nibble on a little. Allie's <laughs> getting in the cookie. I might nibble on a little pizza. Um, Craig, we had ourselves an interesting day one of the draft for the Arizona Coyotes. Obviously, we talked during the live show, but now that the draft is all over, just reactions to uh, the Arizona Coyotes draft night as Allie fights for her life with a, a cookie skillet to my right. Yeah. <laughs> So we're talking about rails that they, they, you try to stay yeah. on them. They're but, yeah, we're gone. But, yeah, Greg, reactions to the first night uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. Well, you know, I had questions the last time I was on with you guys uh, just a little while ago about how they were able to be so competent in these guys, given how difficult it's been to watch Russian players. Well, they did get live viewings. They, they got live viewings. They told us they that. They did. So, wow, okay. And they, yeah, they were blown away by that. And I'm going to save some of those details for my story so that <sighs> s- someone actually comes and reads my story. There's something left to talk about by the time I get off with you guys. But they did get live viewings and came away blown away by these guys. That's awesome. Um, that's, that's so, 
you have to assume then they also got live viewings of Matt Mishkov? Is that a safe assumption? If they were over there? I didn't ask that, but, you know, they, they met with Matt Bay Mishkov. They yeah, that's a, enough said. Mishkov We've talked about day. that enough and all of our other yeah. shows. So, if you know, you know. But, I mean, for Coyotes fans, I feel like that's got to be a little reassuring, right? It was one of the initial things. This, this is a huge risk, especially seeing, considering that we didn't think they were even able to, to watch any of these guys play recently. That's one of the conversations yeah. we had during the show. It is, I think, pretty good to know that they, they did actually get a chance to see them play live yeah. uh, somewhere recently. And further, further than that, like, you know what the scouting process normally looks like where you, you get to know people on a personal level. They were able to do that. I, I was actually surprised with some of the information that I got. So they really had a, a pretty complete picture of these two guys before taking them. The interesting thing was that in, in these live viewings, there, there was basically one other NHL team there for these mm-hmm. live viewings. So there weren't a lot of people getting these live viewings. The, the Coyote scouting staff was grinding, and they got a good look at these two guys. Again, there's I just got done talking to Chris Peters, and that'll be in my story as well, as well as Corey Promen. Um, there are a lot of teams that had this guy rated highly, but there's the, there's the risk of, of whether they're willing to come over from the KHL when they're getting paid well. Will they would be willing to spend some time in the AHL if that becomes necessary? A lot of Russian players are not. And then just keeping tabs on these guys and their development and trying to stay present in their development when they're playing in the KHL is not easy. That's not a development league, first of all, if they end up there. So it's a little harder to uh, have input there. The, it, the, there's some variables at play, but they, as Chris Peters put it, they bet on ceiling here. Um, and, and what was interesting to me with, with Daniil Boot in particular, Chris, Peelings, Chris Peters said his ceiling is unbelievably high. He's, he said maybe one of the highest ceilings in this entire draft, wow. which was fascinating to hear. Do you think that, that there's anything to the two of them being drafted and they're clearly friends and they know each other and they're familiar with each other? Do you think that's going to play in their development and their ability to get both of them to come over here? No question. You, you have support, right? You know how hard it is. Well, you don't because you never travel, Petey. You don't like to travel, but the rest of us like to travel. And it's, it's really difficult. You need support um, when you're going into other cultures. You need you need some comfort, right? So to have a friend. And, and if you could have seen Simashev's reaction when they drafted Boot, it was it was priceless. He was so excited for it. So to know that those guys are going to be working together and coming into the organization at the same time, I'm sure that's that's a comfort to both of them. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing for us here, and I'll, I'll be as honest as I can, during the draft show itself, there was some what? Like, what? First, we were surprised that Mitchkov yeah. was available. And then you go, and, and then we're picking a guy from Russia, and we go, oh, my God, they're going to take Mitch. Who? And we had a thumb through our guide and go, Shimashev. We talked about him once, about being big, and that was it. Um, so we were moderately surprised and a little bit taken aback. I, I, it was that sim- Honestly, it was a similar <laughs> feeling to the bullet. Like, what? What just happened? We weren't expecting that. And then the longer the night wears on and you start to hear people in the know, People that know about these players particularly well and have seen these guys yep. play, they say Shimashev could be, and I'll preface it with could be, he could be the real deal. And he could be yeah. a, a very stalwart defenseman for this team for a very long time. The question, I guess, is the offensive upside. He hasn't shown enough of that yet. Did a little more in juniors, especially with the second team uh, within Yaroslavl. Um, he, he showed a little more offensive output, but you're going to need to see that side of it development develop a little bit more but the fact that he's so big the fact that he skates so well and he's so sound defensively already between his defensive zone play retrieving pucks gaps all that all that's in place already which is usually what you have to work on so much with a defenseman that that's really interesting to me i don't know if he's going to pan out to be a top pair defenseman but even if you get a top four guy they're so valuable at his size with again with his mobility uh, there's some value there 
Uh, Petey's currently what are you, what writing notes now? to me. What's going on here? We, uh, we've been sitting there nice for five cream. hours. We got, yeah, Petey was writing me notes telling him to pass the pass. We've got but I think we got more ice cream coming at some point, too. Uh, we, we're trying to enjoy it when we're here. Buddy, um, it's love in exile. Let's love in exile. Yeah. It's I like think when in Rome, what you actually know about being in Rome. I don't, but never mind. And you never will. <laughs> um, truer words never been spoken anything else interesting from um, your conversations that you had after the draft yeah I mean we did get to talk to uh, Daryl Flandowski and Ryan Jankowski as well and and the first thing I said to uh, Daryl was forward heavy draft huh I basically feel like I can't trust them anymore <laughs> they, they, they really kept this one quiet. Nobody saw this coming. I mean, everybody was talking about this was going to go like eight forwards deep before we saw a defenseman get picked. If one defenseman was going to pick, it was it was going to be Reinbacher, which did happen. But then you end up getting three defensemen going fairly high. And, and the, the Russian factor didn't matter either because we saw three Russians go high as well. So it, it was uh, – they did a really good job of keeping a lid on this one. Yeah. Uh, that, that, anything else from Well, no, I just can't wait Craig to get before? Craig here because, as Craig knows, there's a very, 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 very famous wall here. Yes. Yeah. I love it. You've seen the wall of shame? Yeah. We, yeah. Like, buddy, we've been here for seven hours. What we've do you seen think? everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy, we know, we know our way around love and exile. Yeah. We're all good. So It's a good spot. I, I will say this. By the end of the night tomorrow, I expect to see a few more cans on the wall. That's all I'm going to say. All right. That sounds good. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to hang up. I'm going to go right, and Leah Barrow's going to call in and fill some more. Fantastic, Craig. Thank you so much for all your hard work and boots on the ground and helping us get through this really long night. And you know what? Howdy's fans be reassured. I think this could work out extremely well in the long run. Just be patient. Yeah. Just before I go, any chance of getting leftovers? Uh, no. But we just ordered another flatbread. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna, it'll, we'll get, it'll be gone. It'll be gone. You can, you, you can order your own food tomorrow. Buddy. It'll be here. We'll all be here. All right, guys. Okay. Right, I'll see, see you, you later, later buddy. Um, I believe we also got some uh, sound from BA no. from the draft floor. Yes. So can I say this before we show this? Yeah. Absolutely. How many How many shows right now live in Phoenix? Yes. Are showing Bill Armstrong video? Zero. How many? Uh, probably zero. I can guarantee you the number of shows that are showing Bill Armstrong video while eating cookie skillets live on air is definitely zero. 100%. There is nobody in the state of Arizona that's getting you this kind of coverage. I bet you there is not a soul, on, another soul on the planet who is broadcasting, talking about the NHL draft while also eating a, a, a cookie skillet. I, I, I will not. I don't think there's, an, I don't, there's I, not a, a person in the league. People that think this is unprofessional. Like, buddy, eat your we've heart been out. Here for, we've been here for sick. Like, we've got to eat. Also, even if we didn't, get over yourself. I don't care. Yeah. Um, let's throw it over to, to Bill Armstrong and see what he had to say after the draft today. We've talked a lot about your love of size, especially on the back end. <laughs> what does that do for you to have a head? Not, not only that has the size and the reach, but it has the mobility. Yeah, as well. Like I said, the, those guys are impossible to trade for. Um, they're hard to get. So for us to be able to, to key in on, on the draft and, you know, we felt as a staff just, you know, pick the best player. No, pick the best player. And that's what we did. We put him on the board. And, you know, for us, he was, he was a, a really unique player at that size um, and what he could bring. Not only that, our character and our culture, he fits right in. With Boot, uh, 
how do you project him? Obviously, a massive frame. But what kind of? He's kind of like a combination of a little bit of a, a Tage Thompson, Alex Tuck type player. Um, his dad was drafted by the Devils. Uh, we just love to compete in him. Um, he's a difference maker. He wants to make a difference, and he's got size. So for us, that size and skill factor is a real big advantage for us. We feel because we've drafted the Geekies now. You know, we've added the McBains. We've got the Krauses. We've got a little bit of size. We also got some skill. So to have him to have both is, is uh, um, for us, it's, it's just an excitement that, that I, I can tell you when we put him on the board, both of them, we said, let's draft the best two players that we can. And, they were those guys. What does development look like then when you look at him and say, okay, these are the areas that we're going to see? Well, I think, I think for Simashev, it's just refining uh, what's already there. I think with Boots, a little bit rawer. He's, he reminds me like a Tage Thompson. He's going to take a little bit longer because of the, his length. Um, he, he looks to me like he's grown since we last seen him. I think he's almost close to probably 6'6". Six, six, you know? So it's um, he's going to take a little bit longer, uh, same as Tage Thompson did. But what you get is that skill factor with the size. And that's, that's hard to find. We project him somewhere between a first to a second line player. Um, well, I, there's ways to do it. I think through Zoom is probably the greatest invention um, for our guys to talk. There's translation. Both those guys speak really good English, so that's a that's a plus for us. Um, and there's still places where you can you can go to see you know um, them in, in, in the in the winter, um, getting into a few different places to watch them play, and we'll, we'll keep a good eye on them and, uh, and help their development. But they're with a really good, great club over there. We talked about the Russian factor before the draft clearly it didn't matter again because three went the top 12. Yeah. Is that any consideration at all for you? Or I mean, listen, there, there's risks you draft players. There's always type of risks. You draft college guys and they don't report sometimes. There's a risk. Um, you have to weigh that risk. And for us, you know, um, there's risk sometimes just in human nature. Sometimes, you know, players get injured. So our, our thing was just to take the two best players on the board that we thought would fit our culture. And those were those two players that we selected. Size, skill, good compete, and they're workers. They, 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 those guys come to the rink every day to make a difference. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it does factor in because you know if you look at the teams that have won, um, most times you know like there's Sergachev and Kucherov, and you know, there's there's. I think it does help to have two players sometimes from the same country uh, to come in and have that relationship for them. Um, they can navigate it uh, both together um, and continue to work on their English, and that, that's a big thing for us. So um, we're really excited about. About landing both of them. Seems Jeff's face lit up when you draft him. Yeah, pretty cool to watch. Yeah, he's he's a special, he's a special, uh, not only hockey player but human being too. So this past week, did you have interviews with them over here? Um, yes, yeah, yes we did. Yeah, we, we continued that. You know, we have a process that we go through with medicals and that kind of stuff. And they weren't at the combine, so for us, we had to make sure that we conducted all our tests. You know, psychological. Um, you know. Fitness testing, along with um, uh, uh, I was going to say, sorry, yeah, the doctor's reports. Uh, yeah. Size and compete. Yep. Again, we've talked about this before, and, and, and until he gives us a reason not to, we're going to trust in yeah. GMBA. Yeah, he he likes his picks. Um, new, they're, they're, so we're going to have a new, a couple of new kids moving to, to Arizona. You know when, what you need when you move to a new place. What do you need? New furniture. Furniture. Ooh. Where do you go for furniture? I mean, if you're in Arizona, there's only one place. To go. Has Allie been to our? If you've been to our studio, of course. 
course. Have you seen the fantastic more furniture? Of course, I built some of that furniture. Mm. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, some of these these new these new prospects might need you to help them build some furniture mm, as well. I don't know. Um, well, uh, actually, you probably probably won't because our friends over at More Furniture they got the they white glove delivery white glove. service. They'll set everything up ask for Leah you. Leah about That's the white glove. Um, yeah, we can ask Leah. Here's about, the most Leah about unprofessional the podcast. I'm walking out. Okay, <laughs> keep talking. All right, bye, Petey. Um, I'll keep talking to you about more furniture. You can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Um, so I'll, I'll be sending that link over to Dimitri and, and Daniil. Um, we also have to shout out our friends over at Shady Rays. I mean, you saw at the beginning of the show. Rudo and AJ, they stole it. They stole the show. Why? Not because of their suits. I mean, their suits were good, but it was because of their shades. And then you, Shady Rays, duh. You saw, you saw Rudo. Look at the, 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 the like the pit viper style glasses. Those are our friends over at Shady Rays. Oh, Shady, he, he, Petey went to go get another beer. I thought beer. he went to the bathroom. That's no, what I thought to too. He just went to get another beer. Buddy, I understand it. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> I love that you're <laughs> drinking Yingling. Obviously, if Four Peaks is out here, hey, but buddy, but there that. is no doubt if there was Four Peaks, I'd be lifting the kilt oh, right yeah. now. Kilt oh, lifter, are you kidding me? Buddy, kilt lifter right now at this time of night, mm. money. <laughs> Uh, it is always my go-to. Everybody knows that's my go-to. I've, I've even taken a picture of Blink-182. I got to see Blink-182 all the small things live. Mm. Yep, there you that's go. incredible. Were you wearing sunglasses when you did it? I, I was not. No, you should have been. been. You should have been wearing a shirt. Uh, you like code AJ and Rudo? Yeah, yeah. I can't wear the ones Rudo had on. Those were awful. They, those th- are the ones she, Sean just Buddy, bought. What are, you, what are you, baby driver? Like, what, what is that? Listen. They're great. They look good. <laughs> Listen, that's, okay, another great thing about Shady Rays. They got stuff, they got stuff for Petey. They got stuff for yeah, me. I'm 55-year-old man. They got stuff for everybody at Shady Rays. They Men, do. woman, child. I want more classic Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's, he's going to be wearing business. aviators. I'll be wearing my, my of course. wipers. I'm 55. And we'll both be looking good. We will because be is that, We're live again. Oh. We're live again. Same good. stream hey, and all. Technic- it's what happens, you know? Buddy, that's what happens. In Nashville, the things go wrong. The fact that nothing happened during the five-hour, yeah. four-hour show I'm saying incredible. Thank, I mean, incredible. thankfully it didn't. But so, the, like the, the people driving in their cars tomorrow on their way to work, they won't notice what just happened, will they? No, uh, unless we let them notice. I don't know how that works. Right now, uh, you kind of let them notice. Caleb oh, Reedy so just did that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Whoops. Where were, what were we talking about? So I know we're saying, at so the end of the day, we're these shady rays. Shady rays ad just ended. Shady rays Three, ad just ended. Two, one. So, Petey, I know we kind of talked about this already, but when you look at these two picks. Were they good picks for that? You know, it's, it's funny the, the mood, how much the mood changes over the last three hours. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the biggest problem is, is we sit on the outside and we're not on the inside. We don't know. We don't watch these guys play. The truth is we sit there and we follow and we have to follow other people's judgment on this. And yeah. it's the media people we listen to because we don't watch. We don't know. So three hours ago, we're like, God, who the hell are these guys? We don't know. And so after talking to more draft experts and hearing it from the people on boots on the ground and people that had eyes on these guys live, this might turn out to be a really, really, really good draft. And we talked yeah. about it during the other show about the, the times the Coyotes had multiple picks in the first round and they blew it. This may be the one where we look back. This is Keller Chikrin. Yeah, that, that's what we could be looking at in, in three, four years from now. So just never know. Yeah, dial it back a little bit. We're all good. I think we're happy with yeah. Shimashev now. I yeah, mean, I, I've definitely come around on it a lot more. Um, 
We've got a special guest. We'll get there in a second. I just want to answer Caleb's question in the chat real quick. Asked if uh, Shady Rays makes prescription sunglasses for PD. They do. They make prescription. They make prescription sunglasses at Shady Rays. So check them out. Code PHNX. They also you do blue, blue light glasses. Yes, they do. I have a pair of the I blue light glasses. Yeah, yeah, very nice. I mean, I'm on the computer all the time. Yeah. That's, I mean, we all are. They're so the really blue light glasses great. are super nice. Oh. Um, I believe the person that's about to join us as well also has a pair of. I mean, I know she has a pair the of Shady blue light Rays. glasses. I think she's tried the blue light glasses Bloody, before. For sure. The one and only, the hockey goddess, Leah Merrill. Leah, how are we doing? Good. I'm good. Um, how are you guys? Well, the, the stream froze for a moment there, yeah, which made we, us a little bit down I, for a second. Yeah. Hey, but That's you know, a little stressful. This is this is why we got Ali behind the match. You got it up and running, post haste. And and by the way, if you want to order, and by the way, the food here at Love and I got fire, buddy. Shout but out if you're gonna if you're gonna order you guys, dessert, I'm Leah. starving. Stop oh, boohoo! But we just had we had our second. We've been pizza. sitting out in the heat for five hours. So, but but if you want ice cream, sure, and you want to get a good dessert at Love and Exile. Highly recommend you try to eat it inside and instantly, because <laughs> vanilla ice cream, soup. vanilla ice cream outside, <laughs> outside in ninety degree weather in front yeah, of buddy. Bright, bright lights, no. not a smart idea. We now got a bowl of milk in front of us. Yes, we do. But uh, it looks, it was tasty lessons milk. learned. But, hey, that's lessons not why we're learned here. for tomorrow. No, not why um, we're here. We're here for, I guess, hockey, whatever. Um, no, Leah, I guess. I guess. What I mean, we talked to you earlier during the the, the show. We talked to Craig already, but I guess first. Now that you've had a little bit of time to, to sit with it, just how are you feeling after day one of the NHL draft for the Arizona Coyotes? You know what? I'm feeling good. And I think, like, the weird thing about this year, there were, and I think I mentioned this on the last show. I can't even remember now. Like, there were no trades in the first round, yeah. which feels very different from last year. Last year, the Coyotes made two trades in the first round to move around. Uh, and that just felt so chaotic. So for them to just stick at 6-12 and 12 and – that was it. It was like, oh, and nobody else traded. It was so bizarre, oh, yeah. um, but in a good way, in a good way. And we actually got to ask um, the scouts about that. And they said that because this draft is so deep, like everyone had their guy and no one was really willing to move on from the guys that they had circled. So that was kind of the reason they gave for why there weren't really many trades. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be funny, Leah, from what you just said. And we talked about this in our in a lot of our lead up draft prediction shows is there are so many good players and it depended on either a what you needed b what your scouts liked and there are so many teams that are going to walk away from this draft going we got our guy mm. like we got our and we got our guy at 22 23 25 we yeah. got our guy and so do you think when we, the, the wind kind of came out of our sails at six when we saw matt babe mitchkov available and the coyotes went to russia and took a player we haven't talked about. Dimitri they didn't Shemeshev. go to Russia. They didn't go to Russia. But no, but they... Dmitry Shimashev. <laughs> so do we think now that you've had a moment for that pick to, to sink in, how are you feeling about the two picks that the Coyotes actually made today? You know, I, I think I'm still processing. I think it's just hard to reconcile the fact that we've spent two months talking about Ryan Leonard, Will Smith, yeah. Del Wardavorsky, Matthew Wood. Zach and so many Benson. of them were there. Like, and that's the part where like, we, we talked about there. them. We talked about all of those Everyone guys. Everyone was there. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was what was hard for me because then they make the pick and you're like at first when they said it's so funny like when they said oh from locomotive and for some reason my brain was just like oh russia like yeah, yeah exactly that. That. you see if you watch the yeah. thing my hands go up because i think oh they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're yeah. yeah and then they said the name and i was like okay i definitely have heard that name before but like i couldn't think i couldn't place it like i didn't even know if he was yeah. a border defenseman or anything so you know i think like the more i talk to bill armstrong the more we talk to the scouts and obviously you know we say this every year nobody's gonna say oh we really uh 
missed on that one. Like they're obviously right. thrilled. We'll see in a few years time um, how this really plays out. But, you know, we, we've talked also for weeks about the Kaijus needing to bolster their defensive pool. That's what this pick does at number six um, and add size for Bill Armstrong. Bill Armstrong loves bi- his big players, and these guys are 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and he said that Daniil Boot has grown since they last seen him. They think he might even be approaching 6'6 six, six now. Uh, they weren't at the combine, so they weren't able to, you know, take those official measurements from the NHL. But, um, yeah. Crazy stuff. Um, well, we actually have a picture here of the moment that the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> passed on Matt Davidskov and drafted Dmitry Shemeshev. Um, uh, that's that's fantastic content. Right I, there. Yeah, hands went up because I heard Russia. Yeah, yeah, shout out Espo for sending us that pick. Um, my hands went up because I heard Russia, and then my face got I just kind of froze once I heard <laughs> Dmitry. <laughs> Um, it's funny, yeah. always, but this is what it's so hard about the business that we do. We sit there for months talking about this and planning for this and doing the same as we did for the yeah. boat. And then all of a sudden, stuff just happened. And you're like, what? Can I tell you that I had like a moment at, when they picked at six where I was taken back to May 16th where I was just like, What same. is going on? Yeah, well, we did. We did. And so did that's, what I, that's what I tried to explain to, to people, and I didn't want to sound too dramatic, but I think in the context of everything that's been going on with the Arizona Coyotes, and then you draft these two guys who do a lot of, especially, I mean, I don't say this in any kind of derogatory way, because it was for us, too, but for casual fans, like, you're like, who the hell are these guys? This yeah. isn't one of these big names we've been talking about. It just felt like another loss for the Arizona Coyotes in the moment, yeah. and then we in obviously the moment, heard the people yeah. who know a thing or two about hockey uh, yeah. uh, tell us that this is probably a pretty good pick. Rudo and, and AJ were on with us earlier, and they said that, that in the moment, they were they were celebrating the pick for the Coyotes, because they, they, they loved, loved the Shimashev pick. Loved it. Um, and obviously, awesome. we heard That's from awesome. Craig Butt. You, you talked to Craig Butt during the draft. He had good things to say. So I think in yeah. the moment, it felt a lot worse than obviously – uh, we all kind of feel now. I think it, but it was more the shock, yeah. It, it, yeah. it wasn't. That's what I tried to explain, too. Was it has nothing to do with these kids that they drafted or how good they are or not or what, whatever. It was really just, like you had said, we spent so much time talking about the, these guys that became big names, and those big names were still there, and they were like, we're going to go with this guy you've never heard of. It felt like a very, like, it felt like a... I hate using this term because of how it's been lobbed around, but it felt like a poverty franchise move. It felt like one of those franchises that is constantly stuck in mediocrity in the moment. But obviously, like I said, I think now that we've yeah. heard from you and Craig and, and the people that you've gotten a t- chance to talk to, AJ and Rudo, I think I can speak for a lot of Coyotes fans. Where it feels like we're in a much better place than we were in the immediate aftermath of the pick. Yeah, and Nicholas in, in the chat said that it's got a very um, Petrangelo and Perrieco vibe. Mm. vibe. And two big defensemen that can move? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, it turns out if you go turn the clock back a little bit, do you remember the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup? Nobody asks yeah. what number did you get picked at in the draft. Nobody will give a shit. Nobody yeah. will care. So if you're, again, if we're parading down Mill Avenue and we all get to throw our little parade like not they Mill, did. Not Mill, PD. We're not, going to, we're, not, we're not going to Tempe. Oh, you know, we're going to Mesa now. We're going to <laughs> Country Club Drive. Okay, we're going to, we have the parade down Country Club. Then, or, or I don't know, rural? I, I, don't, I don't know. But wherever well, the hell we're going, one. no one's going to go, oh, what pick did we get that guy at? Yeah. No yeah. one's going to care. So if these guys can play and they fill a role either in the top six up front or the top four on the back end, no one's going to care. And we've said this all along. We're going to trust Bill until he gives us a reason not to. And right now, he has not given us a reason not to. Logan Cooley needs a big guy to play with him. Well, guess what? Daniel Boot is a big guy. So if Daniel Boot can go get the puck out of the corners and, and make plays with Logan Cooley, and they're a line that plays together for five years— that the teams that win have those lines that stick together. The Boston Bruins are a perfect example. Mm-hmm. They, those guys played together. 
So just, I, and I, I'm as guilty as everybody. Just pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. And let's just wait because it's good. Is it you asked how excited Bill was? Yeah. And if Bill's excited well, about something, and I mean, we threw up that draft pick, uh, the graphic earlier of all the the times they've had multiple first round picks, and most of them were not good. They did not turn yeah. out well. But I think the other side of that is in the moment, how, how many of those picks felt like good this. picks? Right. Right? Or, oh, or how many felt like Brandon this? Brandon right? so, Great pick. One of the best defensemen in the Central exactly. uh, Canadian Hockey League exactly. at the time. Here's the graphic we were Ooh. referencing. Yeah. You see this, Mark this list. Mark Byzantine, under 18, 18 team, Team Canada. He's the guy of the future. Yeah. Ooh. And again, you, you mentioned it earlier, you redraft last year's draft. Logan Cooley's number one. One. So, uh, just, you got you to take some time. Yes. It's a, everything's okay. Um, Deep breath. So I have some an important update from my oh. previous call-in from show one where I mentioned the comment um, by Shemitev about the the steakhouse, steakhouse. in Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, so we asked, we, I like was joking with the scouts before we started talking to them. And I said, like, he made this comment. Like, what is that about? And, and he, they said that when they spoke to him this week, they said, like, you have to ask us a question. So he goes, how are the restaurants in Arizona? And I guess they, in that conversation, they mentioned a steakhouse or something. So when he got asked at the podium, that's like, what like the only one thing you got. I, I, and that's why he made that comment. So oh, that was great. like, that, that's the so, hard-hitting journalism yeah. here for you. They, yeah, they kind of set him up for failure. But I guess there there was a steakhouse. There was some steakhouse. we got to figure out which there one it is. There are some good steakhouses there. That's, the, that's the journalism. Steakhouses. We need to get Craig on that. Figure out what steakhouse he was talking yes. about. Yes. Well, we got to Listen, Craig's talking to his sources. I'm asking the hard-hitting Okay, so, so we, we got uh, I didn't want to put too much, like, uh, responsibility on you. But we got to – so if we don't get the answer to this question, you're the one to blame. You're going to be looking for the, the steakhouse. Um, all right, I'll do my best. <laughs> Thank so, you. Leah, Leah, kind of take us through like the, the, the rest of your night tonight. How is it looking now? Are you just about done? Yeah, we're just um, finishing the video of BA and the scouts, hoping to get some stuff up on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes here in a little bit. Um, Craig's somewhere else writing. It's pretty cleared out down here. Uh, so a few people getting work done and. And then it's to the rooftop yep. with you to guys. So looking to forward to it. And the uh, feral people. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait, Leah. I, I, I got to say, this day we've been looking forward to for a very, very long yeah. time. Yeah. It's been a long day. It has been, but it's and been a good day. And I think we um, we delivered some contact to some people in, in, in the Arizona sports You community. guys did an incredible job. Thank you, Allie. Don't, you did an incredible job. Thank you, Allie. You guys were Allie, you're the goat, too. Yeah. She uh, is, the, literally? She, she is the goat. Uh, and I mean, I mean, I guess you could. Like, none of this is possible without any of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this literally is not happening if Allie doesn't go out of her way to fly out here and <laughs> produce this show. True. Like, everything is Thank different. You, Allie. So, we very much appreciate you, Allie. Um, yeah. And, and, we, and our community, too. Like, the, yes. the, the diehards that were out here. Yeah, the diehards. The diehards who flew to Nashville. Yeah, flew here We literally had people, like, I mean, yeah. We talk about the community all the time. We build a community that yeah. has people flying across the country to, to yeah. spend time, watch hockey, or I guess a hockey draft, not even hockey. And, Leah, you missed our little meetup. We had a happy hour meetup here at Love and Exile before with all the, all of the um, awesome. diehards and people that flew out. And we got a lot. We had, I tell you what, we had so much fun. We had some good inside stories about stuff that really happens <laughs> in a room. So people had some questions, and we got to talk hockey and, and tell the real That's truth awesome. behind the curtain. So it was a lot Can't of fun. Can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We all be back here tomorrow. Craig, Leah, Mac, Shane, the people who are at Bridgestone. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to experience the the. Oh, we got Kelly here saying is. best trip ever. Oh, oh Kelly's shout out, Kelly. Kelly's, Kelly's here with us. Chat. Aww, Kelly, we saw Kelly. Kelly. We saw Kelly. Oh, yeah, she, fantastic. We saw them. Then they had the, they had the poutine. 
or something. Oh, yeah. Poutine. They have the poutine. Not a oh. traditional poutine. Not a traditional poutine. So I'll be interested to see what the Canadian thinks. It tastes very good, but it's more of like a like a mashed, mashed potato, potato almost type of thing going on. It is. It's pretty good. We'll see. We'll Leanne see what you think about it. Doesn't sound interested. Yep, not fries. All right. It's I good. mean, I'm ready. I'm ready Trust. to try. And if, you, so. if that's not your thing, they got a bunch of. We had the meatballs. A meatballs oh, here. If you ever get a chance to come you to got, Nashville, I'm gonna hang up. I'm yeah. gonna hang up. Yeah, are I you mean, really hungry? We literally <laughs> have had two flatbread pizzas, like for real. I'm literally starving. One of my favorite things. Oh, the frozen drinks. Oh. That that has Leah Merrill written all over it. The, the what did he say? The frozen rose. Rose. Like frozen rose. I don't know. Like rose. What would they the last time I had frozen? I think I've ever had a frozen. The frozen frozen dude. It's a frozen. Oh, stop it. No, I'll have one now. But I've now didn't. But you got a bunch of frozen drinks. Leah, look at all the fun you're missing here. She'll she'll catch up tomorrow. Yeah. She'll shock up a wine, a can of wine, and get get go get out of those shoes. Did you bring tennis shoes with you? Yeah, I'm wearing them tomorrow. No, but you have them with you now, tonight, or you got to wear those all the way nope. home. Oh. Nope. Oh, boy. Well, Leah, thanks again for checking in. Yeah, do you have anything else before we let you go, Leah? Uh, that's it from us. Looking forward to catching up with you guys later and looking forward to our recap show tomorrow. We're going to have a ton to talk about. Can yeah. you still have 10 picks? They have 10 picks to go. I know. Draft. Can you believe that? And I will say this tomorrow to get the whole the, the gang back together is going to be a lot of fun here at Love and Exile. I can't, I can't wait. And we are. Yeah, we, we didn't tell Craig this to his face, but he is going to be forced to shotgun a, a oh. line. Um, we yeah. teased it. We he teased is. it. He is. Oh, no. He's going to be required to. Yeah, he's got to be required to shotgun a beer and put his can up on the wall. I With agree. Other. It's a requirement. It is because he's talked about it. That's it. So if I don't want to hear any, any tell them we can tell them Brandon tell them to. Yes. Oh yes, content, yes. content, content. Oh, can you imagine that? That's Twitter all day long. Oh yeah, absolutely. Insta face all. That all right, stuff. let's get Leah out of here. Get her Leah hurt. She's got to go home. You got to work. See you, Bye, Leah. Guys. Thanks I'll again. Thanks for calling in. We'll see ya. Man, what a night! What exhausting night! It, it's it's one of those like you get through. We've been anticipating this moment for an Arizona Coyote fan since last summer. Yeah, and this is no joke. It's a year of Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, Leo Carlson, and all the names we listed. And we probably should have thrown in Shimashev. Yeah, we probably should have. And we, we will continue to do Dmitry Shimashev and Daniel Boot because we're going to talk the hell out of them all summer. Because yeah. we are here five days a week live. And guess where we're going to be next week? Do you know where we're next week? Uh, us personally? Me personally. I don't think you're going there. Where? Buddy, it's development Oh, camp. Dev Camp. Yeah, of course. Dev Camp next I week. I thought you were going like out of no, town buddy, or something. No, I'm like going that. to Dev Camp yeah, next week. Yeah, of course. Coyotes, all these guys will be there except the two guys that we picked. Yeah, yeah no, they're still stuck <laughs> in the Except the two guys we just picked, they <laughs> won't be there. But, but everybody else. Uh, guys, uh, hopefully, unless they pick well, all we're going to see some of the guys tomorrow. from last year's too. We're going to see, yeah. I, I'm sure we're going to we'll see Maverick Lammer. Yeah, Lammer will be there. Cooley, Gunther, Yeah, we're going to see... We're going to see all those guys. I can't wait to see them. And, and this is just the natural progression of this development. And development camp, we're going to get our boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I said it a lot during the show, but we're going to be there at the ice stand. We're going to be we're, – we're working on being there live, but that's harder than it sounds. But we're going to be there. They're there four days. We're going to be there every day we're talking to everybody. We, we're, we'll have everything these guys that they get, mostly the guys tomorrow, but everything they have to say. Well, Leo, you know what Leo was last year with the Chipotle order? Mm. Again, the hard-hitting news. Yeah. She got everybody's Chipotle order. What is your go-to Chipotle order? Not sure where she's going this year, but we'll leave her to it. We'll see. Um, so I guess looking a little bit ahead to tomorrow, what – I guess it's kind of hard to say specifically, but yeah, in day two through – or in day two in rounds two yeah. through seven, what 
uh, is, a, is an organization looking to accomplish? See, I think this for me, it's for me with picks with the four picks in the third round. I still think there's opportunity to move some of these picks. Ooh. I don't. I'm not convinced they're taking ten picks tomorrow. I, I just don't. That's so many picks. I do think one of the things to look for in the third round tomorrow. We yeah. talked about them Four addressing. Picks in the third round we we talked about them addressing their need at defense, and I think with Shimishev, I think that starts that. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to pick another defenseman in the third round. The other area and the other need we talked about in our draft preview show was in the net. And yes. I, I think it's time that the Coyotes look at drafting a goalie. I think they will look at the best available goalie in the third round. There were no goalies gone in the first round, which didn't completely surprise me today. Yeah. I would anticipate there will be a run on goalies at some point in the second round tomorrow. So they might use their second pick or excuse me, their first pick in the second round to go after a goalie. So I would think in the early rounds, you're going to look for a goaltender and one or two defensemen. But then after that, we always say the best player available. Mm-hmm. After that, they're picking they're picking guys from the third to the seventh round. They're picking guys that performed well in their meetings. Guys yes, that fell in yes. the combine. Guys that have that coyote factor. Yes. It's the extra thing yep. that they're looking for. It's not going to be the next best guy. It's guys that See, fit. This guy fits. Guys with high compete and, yep. and, and size. And that guy so, fits. Yeah. Got GMBA kind yep. of players. Yes. Um, now, you talked about the goalie. Those four picks in the third round, do you think – you see them kind of try to package those up, maybe move uh, up for another pick in the second round. Yeah, I, I, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if you see two of those packaged yeah. up for a one for for another pick in that in the second round. If, especially if they've got their eye on one of the things we talked about. Yeah. If they've got an eye on that other defenseman, a second pairing defenseman, or even a, you know what? Yeah. Even if you grab a third pair defenseman that defends incredibly well, or if you've got that goalie with your eye on it that he's still there in the second round, and you can package those two to move up. Yeah, I, I do think there's an opportunity for this team. To, to, to package a couple of these and move up in the drafts, especially if, with other teams that are saying, gosh, I'm not quite sure what, what we need to fill. So, yeah, we'll take two guys in the third round and, and we'll give you our second round pick. So I do think you'll see some movement tomorrow. I think I was surprised there was no movement today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so was I. Craig summed it up as we, it was such a deep draft that, that, that everybody felt they got their guy and they didn't need to move to get him. I don't think that'll be the case tomorrow. I still think there'll be some movement and some trades tomorrow. Do we still have the um, the big board by any chance? Okay, that's fine. I was just because well, the only point I was going to make is just that they're like the Coyotes have a chance to get a, a decent player in the second round. Yeah, there's well. still some. Like, still there there were players, players in our our board that were still yep in the top I mean, forty on, that are higher ranked than the guys that the Coyotes drafted. That is correct. That are still on the board. Um, so yeah, here's one of the latest draft boards we have. Yeah, you look at at what's that? Oh, this is okay. So this is this is uh, final draft board. Um, as you see there, Dmitri Shemeshev and and Daniel Boot are twenty five and twenty eight respectively. We got a couple players ahead of them, and another a, few, a handful of players shortly after them in the top five or top forty. Um, and so one of the guys we talked about yesterday in our mock draft was Ethan Gauthier. Yeah. And the reason we brought him up is he's born and raised where Minnesota. Oh, guess again, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, yeah Phoenix, Arizona kid. Just yeah, naturally, okay. so, usually they that. You yeah, ask that question a couple times during the draft, know, and the answer okay. was Minnesota every time. I know, but yeah, so I respect that. So there are some still, and, and you look at the top-rated goalies there at 34 with Rabel, um, Michael Rabel, and and so the top-rated goalie didn't go in the first round, but he's he's projected somewhere early in the second round, and I still believe once you see, look for Rabel. It's H R A B E L. Look mm-hmm. for that name tomorrow when you see him get drafted. Start looking for the goalies. Start looking for goalies, and that's when you might see people trading to get their goalie. Yeah. I, I think they're waiting for that run of goalies, and everybody's like, okay, we're okay. Yeah, exactly. We're at. Yep. But as soon as somebody yeah, you takes don't want to be late. I mean, be... it's like if you, any of y'all yeah. play 40 football out there. You don't want to be late to the quarterback party. That is correct. Like, all of a sudden, you're going to be in the fifth round, 
you know, people drafted Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen early, but now you're stuck with that is correct. Brock Purdy or something. Yep. You uh, got full disrespect to Brock Purdy. Um, Joel, Joel said, and Joel, by the way, we saw Joel. Yeah, way, we did. Shout out to Shout Joel. Out Joel. He threw Augustine, and there's another goaltender from the U.S. development program. It's, it's look for him, too. Yeah, I'd like Augustine as a Coyote. I could deal with that. I mean, I think we talk about the, the this team needs, and I think the defense has gotten a lot of a lot yeah. of but attention. But I mean, yeah, everything we've heard from uh, about Ivan Prozov, or not everything we've heard, but every every time yes. you you talk about him or Craig talks about him, it, it at least correct me if I'm wrong. Your thoughts on him is he's not exactly not necessarily We're not sure advanced the way that the, sure. the, the, the at franchise this point, is hoping. He yeah. should be the guy. He should be the guy. Yes. So, and I mean, even if he's not, or even if he is, there's still not a great depth of goaltending talent or prospects on this team so even if if you think that he can become that guy you still probably yeah. need to shore up your, your goaltending in, in yes. tucson and, and so so heavy so yeah but they're gonna get a goal they're good they will and i'll say it now and i don't know what i have to do if i'm wrong because i've been wrong before um i think they get a goalie tomorrow yeah, I, I I think that probably makes and sense. And I'm with Joel and Christina, by the way. They had a good time on the boat ride too. They uh, Augustine's a name I had forgotten, and he uh, he's a guy that I like. Yeah, I like him, and I've seen his what he has done at the USNDP. So we'll see. Yeah, it would be it would be uh, good. Again, I, I I mentioned this during the draft show. Lizzle hesitancy hesitancy with the the USNDP guys, especially a goaltender, because you got to wonder how much, much better they look because of the yeah, talent they they had in fair. front of them, but. Regardless, I think I definitely think they need a goalie, and and I mean, we talked about maybe Prozvetov not being where he needs to be. I don't know how much pressure he's necessarily felt in this organization either, in terms of having anyone breathing down his neck yeah. or anything like that. You draft a prospect in the second round, maybe early third round, maybe that that just if anything pushes Prozvetov a little further. So here's the deal with Prozvetov: when he came into this team, incredibly athletic, mm-hmm. competes very hard. He's a good kid. The problem and the knock on him in the American League is always he gives up that one goal. Yeah. That like he's unbelievable acrobatic, makes five great saves, and then it's yeah. one from the blue line. And yeah. you go, what what? What's happening? Yeah. So that's the fear yet. You saw him in the National League where he got a taste of playing several games in a row. He would be dynamite. Yeah. Absolutely on fire. Get a win for the team. And then the next night he had a really tough night. Give up five out of seven. Yeah. And you go, what where's the guy from last night? So what he has to show this year down in Tucson, and I, I believe if they re-sign him, he'll be down in Tucson because they just re-signed Connor Ingram. Yes. You've got like a prosopopoeia. That consistency has to be there in the American League. If you want to be the next guy, and when I say the guy, I mean the guy, you have to dominate in the American League. You've got to be the guy that wins games every single night, consistently making the big save and making the save you're supposed to make. Yeah. And so once he can show that, if he can show that, he has to do it this year. This is the final chance he's going to get to do that. And that's if they resign him. I believe they will. And I, I believe we're going to see all this. The RFA stuff is going to start coming out over the weekend. Starting on Friday, we're going to start seeing what they, all the qualifying offers for these RFA guys. And you know, that's where we're going to see what happens to Ivan Prozvetov. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, um, and I mean, you mentioned that that struggle for consistency. Again, kind of having someone pressure him a little bit. Hopefully that... If they do draft a goalie, then you kind of get that feeling of like, if I have a bad night, there's someone else there. Yeah. Um, hopefully, yep. it, it brings the best out of them. But again, at that time, time, they haven't even drafted a goaltender yet, so we're talking. Yeah. Uh, pretty we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll bring yeah. it up again tomorrow. Because well, guess uh, what? We'll be there tomorrow. We'll be right back here tomorrow, sometime yeah. after uh, day two. Make sure you follow PHNX Coyotes on Twitter, PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. Turn on the notifications so you know uh what we're what we got going on tomorrow it's obviously a little fluid because it has to be after the draft so we'll see how long that takes um but yeah i mean it, it, any other kind of reactions to 
No, it, it, it's it's an exhausting day for all these teams, and now right now the show is on. Like now yeah. they're now these the general managers and the scouts and the teams are meeting with the families and the players yeah. right now. They're you know they're they're taking them back to the team hotel. They'll have a little hey look how great we are and Get all that. There. So yeah. they're getting to know each other and, and and trying to give everybody the warm fuzzies right now. And and I think. Then it's everybody's back to bed because everybody's got to work in the morning. Yep. And these scouts are right back at it. And this is their Super Bowl. And so far, they've made two picks, and they've got 10 to go. So the Coyotes scouts are incredibly busy. And I don't remember. Did they wear the same suits again tomorrow? Ooh, I don't, I don't remember that either. I don't know. I guess we'll see. That, that's another thing. That's the only thing you will only get from us. Yeah, we'll get it. No one else that. is going to be reporting on what they're no. wearing day two. Day two. But we get into the details. We get dirty we like that. Because guess who is going to the draft tomorrow? Us. Buddy, us. Even you and Petey I get, and I will be there. That we, we will be there tomorrow. And I think there's a rumor. Am I right? Some, is that the other dessert? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or is I that a bill? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we gotta, we better wrap bill. this up. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, we better wrap this up. Yeah. You hit all the things you got to talk uh, about. I got a couple, a couple, couple more with things. Um, you know, oh, oh, sweet buddy. baby. Hello. What do we got here? I'm going to open uh, Should I open it up? You want to yeah, open it up while I read? Hell yeah. Okay. Um, you start reading. We got new people. We got new players here, which means we got new Coyotes fans. Hopefully, they're families. That means we got new people that need Coyotes merch. Where do you go get Coyotes merch? I know there's a place. Oh, baby. That looks good. Um, where do you get Coyotes merch? Our friends over That's at you. FOCO. F-O-C-O. FOCO. Um, they're a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. Uh, if you see our offices, our studios back in Phoenix, littered with FOCO gear. They're the best. They got bobbleheads. They got hats. They got all different kinds of merchandise. I made this little Lego uh, a Star or Lego D-backs logo that I spent uh, probably time I should have been doing real work on, but it was for the set, so I think it was okay. Um, and if you want to get like us, head over to Foco. Uh, Foco always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and using code PHNX for all non-presale items. Use code PHNX for 10%. Off. Um, we also got to tell you about our friends at Four Peaks. Who uh, I mean, but again, they came through. They came through. This is not possible without our friends over at Four Peaks, the presenting sponsor for our, our all of our shows here in Nashville. Um, honestly, the only bad part about this trip is that we don't have Four Peaks here. We don't. We don't. We it's, it's we got to work on that. We do, but hey, we when fly we back home, Friday morning. We'll be back at seven a.m. I mean, we might airport beer when we land, buddy. That show, but when we land, we, we will not have slept all night tomorrow night. We get on a plane, then we're going right from the airport to the studio and doing a show live. Yeah. 9 a.m., no sleep. No sleep. And no a sleep. beer fridge handy. Mm. Look out. Look out. Look That's out. That's all I'm saying. Um, rails here, show here. Not on the rails. Mm-hmm. Let's go Four Peaks. Let's go Four Peaks. Um, if you want to check out our friends over at Four Peaks, hit them up on social at Four, Pe- at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to get all of the latest on Arizona's premier craft beer. And don't forget... We love teachers. Shout out to teachers. Yes. Um, four piece of the teachers. They donate school supplies to teachers around the valley. Every year they give away eleven, a thousand dollar cash. So your grants. drinking helps teachers. Yeah, it helps teachers. Buddy. It is good. It is drink for good. There you go, Caleb. Drink four piece. I know Caleb's worried about Caleb's a teacher. But hey, he can support himself. Support yourself. Drink a, four, a few four, four piece. You can also I'm not saying you should nominate yourself, maybe go get a friend to nominate you, but head over to four peaks four teachers.org. Um, you got two days left. Nominations are due June 30th. Uh, you can nominate a teacher to win um, a special. Uh, 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 they will win a uh, renovation of their. Uh, well, one lucky prize winner will win a renovation of their, their teacher's lounge at school. Yes. Everyone else gets a chance to win those those grants. Um, and if you're a teacher, show up on Tuesdays. Bring your t- your teacher's ID. You'll get four dollar pints of kilt lifter while 
Hazy and Hot Knot at the 8th Street Pub in Tempe. Um, so like I said, they Fantastic. love teachers. Check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub. And as always, you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink, drink responsibly. responsibly. Well, Caleb just said my drinking helps me too. So it doesn't hey, just help go. teachers. It helps him too. Hey, there you go, Caleb. I respect that, Caleb. Um, we got a dessert here. So is there anything else you want to say before well, we wrap I this show so up? I am so ready eat? to wrap this up. I'm ready for air conditioning. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think we're good. Um, we got it all. It in. was a hell of a day. If you want more so reaction, who, who, who do the Coyotes get in day one? Can we finish up with who the two players are just to wrap it up for today? <laughs> Dmitry Shimishev, drafted six overall. Dmitry Shimishev out of Russia. Defenseman, big guy. Big guy. Six four at six, least. Six four. Two more sure. years left on his contract in the K. Um, and then hopefully we get to see him back over here. And then his teammate uh, with the 12th overall pick, Daniel Boot, a big winger. Could uh, be 6'4", could be 6'6". Could six. be 6'6", depending on who you ask. ask they didn't get a chance to measure him at the combine, as Leah said. But uh, the name that keeps coming up in comparison is, is Tage Thompson. And he had himself uh, ah, let's go. one heck of a year. So be fired up, Coyotes fans. Be fired we're up. over the depression. We're done. Now we're on to the future. Let's go. Yeah. I was, like I said earlier, there's been so many instances where you get excited about the pick, and it's been terrible. So yes. it can always work the other exactly. way. Um, thank you so, so much. Thanks for, to everybody that came for, out to all yes. of our diehard events. The guys that were on the boat ride, I saw Joel and Christina. Joel just made another comment. Um, thanks to everybody, the guys yeah. that came out here. And we'll yeah, see some people here tomorrow. Love here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Um, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, you were fun. It was fire, fun. Buddy. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much again, Ali, for holding it down behind the Mac. This all the show looked good phenomenal uh, as always because of everything i was yes. doing on the mac so we appreciate that uh shout out craig and leah mac shane for holding it down at bridgestone arena getting us yep. some good content Fantastic. for the draft show for for this show here shout out rudo and aj for calling in giving Fantastic. us their analysis afterwards shout out to everyone that we talked to in the lead up to the draft craig button yeah uh, chris peters Corey prominent all of them it's like um, bob father bob again bob father yeah everybody that we talked to that, that made this possible we very very much appreciate it if you want more great content like this uh leave a like on this this show subscribe to the phnx sports youtube page leave a uh, um, a comment five star five stars wherever you get your podcasts twitter uh, turn your notifications stuff. on follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes on twitter you can follow the big operation at phnx underscore sports on twitter um tiktok instagram uh you can follow me at Sean underscore to pause on Twitter. You can follow Petey at S Peters Hockey. You can follow Craig at Craig S Morgan. You can follow Pia or Leah at Leah Merrill. Allie, where can the people follow you? Because Leah always shouts me out if you want to tell the people. If you don't want them to, you know, um, I think Allie Monroy underscore. There you go. <laughs> Shout and out. I just want to say, you guys made it worth the trip. You guys Thanks, did Allie. such an incredible job. I'm so glad I was able that. to be here. Appreciate you. you sitting through the bugs and the yeah. heat. Yeah, real, uh, a true warrior back there. <laughs> she is a warrior. <laughs> Um, but that's all we got for you tonight. Well, like I said, we'll be back here tomorrow, tomorrow. after day two. I'll be back behind the mat where I belong. Leah, Petey, Craig will be holding it down in front of the camera, telling you everything you need to know about who the Coyotes select on day two. Yep. I think that's it. That's it. Um, so, again, one last shout-out to our friends over at uh, our friends here at Love and Exile for setting us up. Fire. Set up great food, area. great drinks, great uh, environment. Yep. The, uh, the people here were so kind in helping us get set yep. up, so we very much appreciate that. Like I said, we'll be back here tomorrow. Um, but until then... From Nashville for for Petey, for Allie, I'm Sean, and we will see you tomorrow.